morning. But Jesus is the light of the world. And so we can come out of darkness. That's my subject this morning. Jesus is the light of the world. And so you and me, we can come out of darkness. We can come out of COVID-19. Y'all not saying nothing. You can come out, you can come out of that car accident. Listen, you come out of that uh, situation of unemployment. You can come out of that addiction. Y'all listening to me? You can come out of that area of brokenness because Jesus is the light of the world. And we live in the world of darkness, but I don't care how dark it is. And it's not nothing to do with the skin tone or nothing else. It's got to do with evil that's present. And we are in an evil time. We're in an evil world. And anybody ever met some evil folk? Listen, what was it? It was a spirit. And it's a spirit in the world that comes to try to pull us into a place of darkness. But listen, Jesus, he came to turn the light on for us. And he's the light of the world. Thank you, Lord. Anybody ever felt like you were trapped? Anybody ever felt like you were in a, a dark place? Some of y'all feel like that right now. You don't tell nobody. Listen, you're not on the phone about it, but sometimes you just don't feel good. Y'all listening? Sometimes you just got a gloom on you, and you don't even know why. You don't even know why you feel the way you do. But listen, I want you to know that that's not the order of God. And our identity is not an identity of one that's to be depressed and to be low and to be ashamed and to be in a place of hurt and bondage. Our identity is found in the word. And if we look this morning at Peter, the epistle of 1 Peter, and we're going to be this morning in chapter 2, 1 Peter chapter 2. And I love this epistle written by Peter, Peter, God's servant. And Peter here, he writes to the people of God that have been scattered, the people of God who are going through difficult and challenging times. And he there is writing to those, and he says in verse 1 of Peter chapter 1, he says, I'm writing to God's chosen, listen, who are living as foreigners in the provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cadopicia, and Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. Listen, he's writing. You say, I'm not there, but he's writing to God's people everywhere that have been chosen. Listen, Jesus is the light of the world. You can come out of darkness. Why? Because God have called you, you have been chosen. Somebody say that, I've been chosen. You not a mistake. Listen, I don't care what somebody told you. I don't care what man, mommy and daddy were doing when you got here and whether it was right or wrong. You are not a mistake. Listen, you have been chosen by God. Listen, don't care what your family history is. Don't care what have happened to you. And I don't care what people have labeled you as. You are called to be a child of God. Whether you saved or not, listen to me, whether you believe or not, you have been called to be a child of God. But listen, we have to line up with and receive what God has for us, our identity. We have to change and let God transform our life. 
So many live in darkness, and darkness has become their identity. But that's not the order of God. Listen, God's order is that we come into a relationship with Jesus Christ. The word of God says here in our text is 1 Peter 2, verse 4. He says, you are coming to Christ, who is the living cornerstone of God's temple. You've got to come to Christ. You were chosen, but you and you were called, but you have to come. Y'all listening? You were chosen, you were called, but you have to come. You were coming to Christ, who is a living cornerstone of God's people. Someone that has come have left somewhere where they were. Listen, we have to leave what, where we are, and we have to go where Jesus is. And I'm talking about an ideology and a mindset. He starts out in that same chapter, verse 1. He says, get rid of evil behavior. Y'all listening to me? Now, I'm going to preach the word this morning. Get rid of evil behavior. You are chosen. You are called. Listen, but you have to stop what you are doing. And you have to come to Christ. And when you come to Christ, you can't take everything with you. You've got to get rid of some baggage. Get rid of all of the baggage. Get rid of all of the stuff that you're doing, that you're thinking, that you're saying, that you're believing, that folk have told you was a lie. He says, be done with all deceit. Not some of it. What is deceit? Lies. Be done with hypocrisy. What is that? A contradictory understanding and a communication and confession. Y'all listening? It's not enough for us to confess, but we have to come to Christ. And jealousy, listen to that. What is that? Being envious, wanting something someone else has, a spirit that is jealous. It says an unkind speech. Like newborns, you must crave spiritual milk so you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Listen, it's time for us to let God fill us up all the way and get rid of this half-hearted walk. Listen, what is a half-hearted walk? Some days I love the Lord. Some days I cuss somebody out. Y'all listening? Some days I'm serving on the deacon board, and some days I am shooting the breeze with the women folk and being too too comfortable and kind in an inappropriate way. We have to come to Christ. And when we come to Christ, we can't bring everything that we have carried with us from our past. We've got to come out of darkness. Praise God. Like newborn babies crave. Listen, you've got to get a desire for God's word so you can grow. You've got to develop a desire for God's word so you can grow. Cry out for this nourishment. 
now that you had a taste of the Lord's kindness. David said, oh, taste and see, the Lord's good. What did he, he's not bad. He's not there pulling you into crisis. He's not there uh, for you to be disjointed from family and fellowship and relationship and broken and hurting. He's there to allow us to taste of the Lord's kindness. God is not mean. Y'all listening? God is not mad at you. Y'all want to hear this word this morning? God is not looking to get you. He is kind. And you ought to ask the Lord, show me your kindness. Show me your kindness since you've come to Christ, who's the living cornerstone, praise God, of God's temple. And here Peter was not talking about a building, but he was talking about the church. And the church is the ecclesia, those that have been called out. Called out of what? Out of the world. Y'all listening? Somebody say, leave the world alone. Say, Lord, help me to leave the world alone. I don't know what it is uh, that we develop a liking for the world. What is that? What is it? It's the world's system. It's the world's entertainment. Y'all listening? It's the world literature. It's world culture. Listen, we need to get a desire for the word. Jesus is the word, and he called us into the kingdom, and he has given us an identity through his son, Jesus. He transforms us, and he causes us to come into this building called the church. Now, I know somebody told you that the church is dead. The church is not relevant. The church is not important. But I come to tell you today that the church is necessary. And it's necessary for your personal growth and development. It's necessary for your equipping. It's necessary for your growth spiritually. It's necessary for your family, for your children. The church is not done. It's not dead. But we are part of something that is active. It's not passive. What is something that's passive? It's just existing and it's not really doing anything. But the word of God is active. And Jesus Christ is the center of it. When he is the center of it, then he is the one that is there to hold everything together. And he was rejected, the Bible says, by people but chosen by God for great honor. Let me finish reading this text. And you were living stones that God is building in his spiritual temple. What's more, you are his holy priest. Priest, I'm talking about kingdom identity. Who am I? What am I? Where am I? He says, you are living stones. Say, I'm a living stone. Come on. Building in his spiritual temple. What's more, you are his holy priest. Say, I am a holy priest. Okay, what else did he say? How is that possible? Through the mediation of Jesus Christ. Now see, listen, someone else have come to accuse us and tried to label us something differently. The Bible says Satan is the accuser of the brethren. But Jesus have gone into the courtroom of God. 
Some of y'all never have to been through that, and I pray that you don't. But they use this in uh, the legal world. They use the word mediation. They're to help deal and resolve issues before you have to go to a full trial in a court process. I'm praising God this morning that Jesus was the mediator for me and my soul because I was born broken. I was born a sinner. But he went before the throne of God and pleaded my case and says, this is not who this person, this man, this woman was made to be. Their identity is not the identity that is to remain a sinner, that is remain broken, that is to remain without God. But their identity is to be a living stone, a holy priest. I like that he qualified it. He didn't just say priest, he said holy. Listen, God wants us to be set apart for his work, for his, his purpose and his plan. Through the mediation of Jesus Christ, you offer, listen, you have something to give. But in order to give it, you've got to come out of darkness. Offer spiritual sacrifices, but ones that please God. See, there's a difference. You can offer up sacrifice and praise, but it not be pleasing to God. But let's get to this state where what we are offering and giving God it is it's acceptable. Come on, he's accepting it because it's coming out of a pure place. As the scripture said, I'm placing a cornerstone in Jerusalem, chosen. Jesus was chosen for great honor. Jesus was chosen. He was placed. And anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Yes, you who trust him recognize the honor God has given him for those who reject him. Brother, let me read that clearly. But for those who reject him, the stone that the builders rejected has now become the chief cornerstone or the cornerstone. And he is the stone that makes people stumble, the rock that makes them fall. They stumble what is it talking about? Those that are in darkness, you stumble when you're in darkness and you can't see where you're going. Praise God. I've come into this building with the lights off and it's pretty dark in here. And there's lots of obstacles. And if you don't have enough light, you're going to trip and fall. Listen, God has given us the light for our life. And that's Jesus. We don't have to go through life falling on our face. Listen, we don't have to keep tripping up and stumbling over stuff. We don't have to keep going through the same disaster and the same problems. Listen, God didn't cause us to stumble. He's caused us to stand tall, to walk firmly in him. But it's not possible if we don't obey the word. It's not possible if we love the world more than we love God. Y'all listening to me? The Bible says that they stumble because they don't know the word, so they meet their fate that was planned for them. But you are not like that. Somebody say, that's not me. Who am I? What does the Bible say? You are chosen people. 
He says it again. Somebody say, I'm chosen. You ever been through a process where you were trying to get a job or trying to make a team and you are auditioning for something and you have the desire to belong? You have the desire to be a part. You want to be chosen. Listen, make sure you've been chosen by God before you've been chosen by folk. Y'all listening to me? God chose you. God knows you. God have called you. He says, and you are. Somebody say, I am. Royal. All right? So you can deal with those folk that say, you need to stop saying you're a king and you're a queen. You are priestly and you are royalty in terms of the divine order and nature of God. That a royal person has authority. Y'all listening? We talked about that last week, kingdom authority. When you know your identity, you recognize that God didn't cause you to be walked over and walked on. And he didn't cause you to be on the floor and hurt and stumble, but he calls you to walk in dominion and calls you to walk in spiritual power through his kingdom. This is the key to that. There's a lot of folk walking around talking about their king, their priests, their queen, but they're spiritually empty and broken because we are nothing without God. Y'all listening to me? We are royal, and that is who he has destined and designed us to be, but we can't be it. We can't live it. We really can't experience it if Christ have not come into our heart and brightened up our life. Jesus is the light of the world, so you can come out of darkness. And listen, why would I do that? Because he called you something greater. He's chosen you. You are royal. Not only are you royal, you aren't royal there to dominate over others. You're not royal uh, to uh, be better than other folk, but you're royal to serve God. Listen, you're royal priests. Listen, and this is the key. Some folk have made themselves a God. You listening? That's idolatry. Something that you have, you have made more important than the Lord. Sometimes, sometimes it's our own person, but we ought to be royal priests. We're not to be royal there to serve what we want and what we think and to do what we want to do. But we are to give glory and honor to God. Thank you. I'm a royal priest. I'm a holy nation. Listen, holy. That's what God has called us to be. Saints, we've got to be holy. He said, be ye holy for I am holy. There's some stuff we got to stop doing. There's some stuff we've got to stop thinking. There's some places we've got to stop going. Thank the Lord. The Lord shut all the bars down at one point. Shut down the club. Shut down the casino. Listen, some of the stuff we're doing, we got to stop. Listen, he's, he's shut some things down, allowed that to happen. Why? Because he wants us to know who we really are. Who are we? We're supposed to be a holy nation. God's very own possession. What is that? Sometimes we read that and we don't like that because when we think of possession, we think of property being owned. But I'm here to tell you today that you belong somewhere to somebody, but make sure that it's not this system, the world's kingdom. Make sure you belong to God. 
Make sure you are owned by God. As a result, he says, you can show others the goodness of God. I can't show you the goodness of God if I've got evil on the inside. I can't show others the goodness of God if I'm undelivered. And that's really what this message is about. Folks, we've got to be set free from darkness. Somebody said, Lord, help me. The Lord is calling us out of darkness. Lord, help me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, help me to see. How can I see? How can I know the truth? I've got to get Jesus down on the inside real good to where the thing that is dark, I no longer like. Y'all know that? You've got to get away from a liking of darkness. Praise God. I want the truth. I want the hope that Jesus brings. I want his love. I want his character. Praise the Lord. You can come out of darkness when you know who you are. How can I get delivered? I need to wrap this up. How can I get set free? I can't get delivered and set free if I don't have any light. Listen, he's the living cornerstone. Cornerstone, metaphorically, is used for a structure. But the most important part of the structure is the foundation and what holds it together. But even still, what good is this building? What good is this structure if we can't see? If it's dark, we need some more light. Y'all listening? We need more light. Where is the light? Jesus, he's the light. How can we get set free? We've got to make sure that he is the center. He's the cornerstone. He's the one that holds the rest of it together. When you take the cornerstone off of a building, at least the outward shell of it becomes weakened. Y'all listening? You take one of these bricks off of here in a, a very critical place, the others will begin to lean. And eventually, when things come, when the earth shakes, it will crumble. Christ has to be the center. And we can't come out of darkness. And we don't know who we are. Sometimes we hide because we're afraid that others will see who we really are. But we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be ashamed to reveal who we are when we come to Jesus. Jesus calls us out of darkness. He wants us to live a life that does not hide, that is not ashamed. But it's been redeemed, transformed, overcome, victorious. When you find out and discover who God really made you to be, it should and it can and it will change your destiny. Somebody's battling in their mind today and confused about their purpose. We asking questions, who am I? What am I? Where am I? And the enemy wants us to believe a lie and to stay in a place of darkness. Something about ourselves that we believe that's not true. God wants us to experience and live in the truth. And that's what light represents, truth. Light helps you to see what it really is. Y'all listening? God wants you to know who you really are. 
You are not what you did when you were in the dark. Y'all listening? You are not who the enemy is labeling you or who people are labeling you to be. He says you are chosen. He says you are a royal priest. You listening? What else does he say? He says you are, if we look down in verse 9, God's very special possession. He says you are a holy nation. Praise God. And he have called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you had no identity as a people. Now you are God's people. Once you received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. How did we receive it? Because Jesus came into the world that was dark and he turned on the light for our souls. Praise the Lord. Once you know who you are, then you will seek to be holy. You'll set yourself apart from what the world is doing. You'll set yourself apart from the pool. There's always a pool. Listening, sometimes y'all don't know what this is. The enemy is always trying to pull you into darkness. He's always trying to pull you away from God. And listen, God is always there. His light is always on. But we have to walk to it. We have to walk with it. Y'all listening? Where is it in the word? It's not just a figure of speech. John 8 and 12 says, Then Jesus again spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me. I like that. I was listening to someone preach. They was talking about the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. He is. He identified himself. I shall not want. I don't have to be in lack. He leadeth me. That was the key verse. He, didn't, he don't pull me. He don't kick me. I have to follow. Somebody say you have to follow. Listen, the light is on, but you have to walk to the light. Thank you, Lord. The light is on, but we have to want to be in the light. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. John 8 and 12. He who follows me. Listen, following requires obedience. Following requires faith. Y'all listening? Fire following requires faithfulness. Following requires trust. Do you trust the Lord? He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Some of you, why is my life so dark? Why are things so dim? Why do I feel so bad? Listen, Jesus is the light of the world, so you can come out of darkness. You don't have to stay there. John 12 and 46 says, I've come as a light into the world, so everyone who believes in me will not remain in darkness. Praise God. What is the light? It's God's word. God sends his word, Jesus, to break the kingdom of darkness off of our mind, off of our life, off of our will. Praise God. Isaiah 9 and 2 says the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. I've seen it. But have I experienced it? Have I come out of the place that I was in that was wrong, that was low, that was dark, that was bad? Have I allowed Jesus to shine in my heart? 
Isaiah 9 and 2 says the light will shine on them. Colossians 1 and 13 says, for he, who is he, Jesus, rescued us from the domain of darkness. Come on, the Lord comes to rescue you today. He's our Savior from the domain of darkness. What is a domain? It's a space. It's a system of control. And the Lord is calling you out of the domain of darkness. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And transferred us. Listen. We come into this world dark, but we don't have to stay that way. Jesus is the light, and we can walk in the light. We can stay in the light. We can experience the light. Where we get into this place where we're no longer looking murkily at things, but we see who we really are. I'm chosen. I'm a royal priest. Come on. I'm God's special property. And when I recognize who I am, then I will no longer subject myself and accept what the world has and what the world wants for my life. When I know who I am in God. Listen, young people, find out who you are in God. Most of us, we're in a place of discovery. Who am I? What am I good at? What am I going to do? What am I going to be when I grow up? Listen, before you pursue that degree, before you pursue that team, before you pursue that, that, that area of arts, before you pursue that thing academically, pursue Christ. Come to Christ. Come into the light of the word of God because the world is dark. Y'all listening? The world system is dark. Y'all listening? And it's getting darker. Do you be listening to me this morning? It's getting darker. Why? Because we need more of God's people to show up in places where lights are being turned on. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God wants you to show up in places and turn lights on. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm not, I say these things, I don't say it because I have arrived, but there was a point in my career, y'all listening to me, I, I was advising here in Oklahoma, billionaires, you listening? I flew on their private airplane, I got off on red carpet, on tarmac, but listen, there was a great darkness they were in. And sometimes we look at the success of the system of men and we desire that. But the closer I got to it and the higher I went up in that company, I saw all kind of debauchery that you wouldn't believe. Y'all not listening to me. I heard sitting around corporate tables things that I would never repeat. Y'all listening? <laughs> Y'all praise God. God wants us to see him. To know him and stop striving for the what the world has and what the world wants. Our identity, the only true identity that's real is in Jesus. It's in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
Sometimes we look at those people on television that they live in Malibu and they live in Casablanca and all of this. They fly in out of Scottsdale and we want that. But what you don't see is the darkness, the brokenness, the loneliness. What you don't see, some of, some of the most successful people that have been famous in the world died trying to, trying to go to sleep, taking pills. Y'all listen, I'm not going to call names. All kind of money, all kind of success. Not too long ago, this wasn't here recently, prominent physician, renowned, committed suicide. And on the surface, and, and this was a, not a young person, this was an older person. It don't even make sense. When we look, what was wrong? Listen, folks, we need Jesus to shine in our world, to shine in our life, because this is a place of darkness. But God is calling us out, and you can come out. Somebody wondering, how can I get out? How can I stop this life? How can I stop this, this, how can I get rid of this feeling of emptiness? How can I get rid of this brokenness? How can I get rid of this depression? How can I get rid of this stress? Come on, give it to Jesus. Thank you. Ephesians 5 and 8, I preached too long for you formerly, for you were formerly darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. Well, you're walking as a child of God. What does that mean? It's time for you to be established in your purpose in God. You have hid long enough. Thank you, Lord. You have run away long enough. You can come out of darkness. Jesus is the light of the world. You're not a mistake. You're chosen. You're not an accident. God put you here on purpose. He that believeth on him shall not be confounded. What does that mean? will not be dishonored, will not be ashamed. And listen, when you come in the light, people will do you like they did Jesus. But listen, the stone that the builders rejected have become the chief cornerstone. Some of you are dealing with rejection in your life, and that rejection have put you into a place of darkness. But I want you to know today, Jesus is the light. And he was rejected. But he has received a great place of honor in God's kingdom because he stayed true to who he was. And folk didn't want him. And sometimes as a believer, we don't want to admit it. But sometimes we live in a dark place. Y'all not saying nothing. Sometimes we are in a dark place because we've been rejected by men. Listen, we've been rejected by the system. Y'all listening? I've been rejected. I'm going to share this. There was a time, not that long ago, there was an opportunity that came before me and went before a big panel of folk and ended all the way up at the very top with the leader of this organization. Very big. Everybody would know what it was. And I wasn't chosen. And I felt some kind of way. You know, I was disappointed. 
to, to some degree, I was a bit broken because it was something that I wanted to do. It was something, it was a place I wanted to be. But just that experience helped me because that no helped me to know why I said yes. Because in that experience, there were some things that were done and said that were wrong. I was sitting across the table literally for somebody that was worth half a billion dollars. Y'all listening to me? And he told me about his ranch. He told me about how much land he had. And then he tried to get me to talk bad about a person. And I refused to do it. I wouldn't give him what he wanted because I've been called out of darkness. And I know who I am. And I want every believer, every young person in this room to find out who you are in the Lord. Because when you find out who you are in the Lord, you can walk away from opportunities that look good, but they're not God. You can walk away from invitations that seem cool, but it's not something that you've been called to. Hallelujah. You can be strong in a place, thank you, Lord, to walk as Jesus did. And he told us how we are to walk. And he says in verse 11, dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners, don't ever make this your permanent residence. You listening? You're not going to always be here. But what you do here is going to determine where you end up in eternity. Y'all listening to me? I said you're not going to always be here. But what you do here will determine where you end up in eternity. Jesus is the light of the world. And he have called us out of darkness. You can come out of it. I'm here to tell you, you can have been chosen by God. You can come out of that area of brokenness in your life. You can come out of that depression. You can come out of that area of rejection. Listen, you can come out of that mellow place. You can come out of that place of hopelessness. You can come out of that place of loneliness. Jesus is the light of the world. You can come out of that addiction. Listen, you can come out of that sickness. Jesus is the light of the world. You can come out, thank you, Lord, of that place where the walls are closing in around you. You can come out, thank you, Lord, because Jesus has called, he has chosen you, and he has labeled you as holy, as chosen, as royal. Thank you, Lord. And listen, every man, every woman, every single person, when you understand who you are, any old joker just can't walk up with you and start talking some game. Listen, because you know that's not my name. That's not who I am. You can't talk to me that way. Listen, Jesus have called us into his kingdom, and he have given us an identity and a destiny. 
and we are special to him. You've been chosen. Come on, walk in the light. Thank you, Lord. Walk in the light. Jesus is the light of the world. So you can come out of darkness. You can come out of darkness. <coughs> we are in the world, <coughs> but we are not of the world. Y'all listening? We are in the world, but we are not of the world. Thank you, Lord. We praise you this morning, God. Hallelujah. Walk in the light, beautiful light. Somewhere the dew drops, God's mercy shines bright. Shine all around us by day and by night. Oh, Jesus, the light of the world. Come on. I made a determination to walk in the light. Help me, Lord. Beautiful light. Somewhere, somewhere the dew drops. God's mercy shines bright. Come on. Shine all around us by day and Jesus, you're the light of the world. Oh, come on, I'm doing everything I can to walk in. Somebody say, help me, Lord, to beautiful. Somewhere, somewhere the dew drops, God's mercy shines bright. Oh, shine all around us by day and by night, Jesus. He's the light of the world. Oh, yes, he's shining. He's shining. Oh, yes, he's shining. He's shining in my soul. He's shining in my soul. Oh, yes, he's shining. He's shining. Lord, you are shining. Oh, he's shining in my soul. Oh, sing that one more time. Walk in the light. Oh, beauty. Come on, you can come out of darkness. The dew drops, God's mercy shines right. Oh, shine all around us. By day and by night, oh, Jesus, he is the light of the world. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody say, shine on me. Shine on me. Oh, God, in every area, shine on me. Oh, shine on me, oh Lord, shine on me, shine on me. Come on, the psalmist says, shine on me, shine on me. Come on, let the light from the lighthouse 
shine on me. Come on, anybody want the Lord to do that? Shine on me. Thank you, God. You said, and we sing that song, you're the lily of the valley. You're the bright and morning star. And we started our service out that you were sweet. And we thank you that you'd meet us with your sweetness and you'd show us your kindness. And we would show others your goodness because you shine in our souls in every place of darkness. You said it that you would make the darkness light before us in every high place you'd bring down. And so, Lord, bring down the high places in our life. Lord, bring down the hiding places in our life and help us to stand uncovered and exposed for people can see Jesus on the inside. And, Lord, in every place of darkness that there is in this room, in our home, in our life, in our mind. Help us, Lord, to leave those areas of darkness and help us to come into the light of your word and your son, Jesus. Now, in the name of God, we praise you today, God, that you have called us and chosen us to be royal priests, a holy nation. God, your very special own possession. And we love you and we praise you now, God, that your light is shining on us today. And we give you the glory and the honor and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God for his word. Jesus is the light of the world so you can come out of darkness.